So yeah, this is how I usually start the Nine Hertz podcast by saying hello. Um, so um, this week we're talking to uh, one of my favourite bands, um, but they'll probably get embarrassed by that. Uh, hey Colossus. Um, a lot of you will know them from um, I don't know how how many years you've been together, guys. Fifteen. Fifteen. So I've got Bob 15. and I've got Joe from the band who are sort of founding members. So fifteen years that that seems like a long time. Yes. Like <laughs> that seems like a long time. To You're sort right. Of still get on. It's quite a long time. Quite a long time. Well, I didn't have kids before I formed this band. <laughs> Crikey! Right. <laughs> so and, and like, now, and now, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I I always try and work out how I met people on this sort of intro bit, um, but I think I just kind of bought your records quite a lot and then decided to put on gigs and you said yes a few times so I think that's a simple one isn't it I can you remember meeting for I, the first I, time I, got, I can't I, I don't know I got a feeling it would have been on the um, collective website maybe yeah possibly yeah I think, um, I think you were possibly like Mike Flatlands or something like that yeah probably was um, and we probably talked through that yeah did you see I'm gonna have to like um, defer to your knowledge at some points because like were you guys anything to do with Johnson Family Records? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe and I, and um, a couple of other mates, Joe's brother Chris, and our mate Simon. There's all four of us doing right. the Johnson stuff. That makes a lot of sense because which preceded obviously preceded Colossus style. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I bought that Reigns record off Collective. Yeah, and then, right. Um, and then I heard you, and I was like, oh right, okay, that's awesome. Because I think at the time. We'll probably like cover this, but I guess when you started, you were quite sort of heavy and a bit more doomy, I guess. And I think that's what appealed to a lot of your early sort of fans, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, to have... No, I know. It seems that we've made a fairly unconscious decision to, um, I don't know, accidentally, uh, I don't know, move on or move, a... I don't know. It, we still, it, we're still, we still tune our guitars to C. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, know. your music's yeah. still heavy, isn't it? It's just um, evolved, I guess. And... Yeah, not really on purpose. I don't. Think. <laughs> it's just been. It's just you just just change over years. I don't know. Yeah. And then and then you get people. Then some people will say, "Why don't you still sound like that?" And you just think, "Well, that record's still there. If you want to go and listen yeah. to it, <laughs> I, I presume know? someone's still got a load of them somewhere in a disco yeah. or something." Exactly. Um, yeah. So, I mean, do you guys sort of sell out of your stuff anymore, or I don't know. Yeah, some of it. Yeah, there's we all the early stuff's long gone. I think. Yeah. That's, you won't get you won't get that. In, you know, there might be a few copies of Project Def on CD kicking around because they've pressed up so many of them. But um, most of the, all the early vinyls that's long gone. I mean, up yeah. until I mean, even Euro Grumbles. I don't know. Have you got any of those in the box, Joe? I think they've all gone, aren't they? Oh yeah, no, they're gone. Yeah, that's yeah. gone. I mean, I think that's why we've had a few reissues come out of late because we just, you know, RRR and Happy Birthday being reissued. Yeah. Because people were people are asking for it, you know, and we it's like it, it seems silly not to repress it, you know. Yeah, I think at one point I was running out of money because I kept buying your stuff when it as soon as it came out, and you were doing quite a lot at the time, like lots of splits, like when I was yeah. a student, so. 
Back in Sorry. like 2006 or something. So <laughs> your student loans went on Colossus rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What an investment that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What what do what do I do with them now? Can I write to you or something? What and send them back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No these reason. aren't worth as much as I thought they were. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, some, no. some, some of them might be worth a few quid on this course if you're lucky <laughs> yeah maybe I think um, I think it's pretty hard to find some of them like I think that Woe one is pretty rare isn't it the sort of collaboration thing you did yeah I think did we have some we had some uh, some random ones of those turned up a few weeks back or something is that right John? yeah there was a the, the chap who put that out I think he only released that and nothing else and he was a student at London School of Economics or one of those sort of places. I can't quite remember. And he just released that record. And then that was 10 plus years ago. And then about two months ago, he got in touch and said he'd found 20. Oh, and, he only pressed, and he only pressed up 200. Right. And, and, and I thought that that's quite weird. And then he, <laughs> said, and, and then he just sent them to us. And yeah, we, we sell them quite. It was good. It paid for, paid for something or other. A van hire somewhere or... Yeah, good man. Though. <laughs> so, so I guess you could describe yourselves as prolific over that time as well. I mean, I looked at uh, Discogs earlier today, just knowing I was going to be talking to you. And it is quite ridiculous. I think there's like twenty nine releases. All oh, right, including oh. singles and stuff like that. So, is it really? Yeah, um, yeah. Oh. I guess I'm not sure. Got, I've got everything. I guess I've, it's. I've, I've, I've missed it <laughs> Well, I guess it it includes stuff like um, little sort of CD runs and stuff you did, and like versions of stuff as well. So, you know, it, like there's sort of um, like dominant male on tape and dominant male oh, on yeah. CD in, in like a weird box and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's a yeah a few different versions of that one. I think the only thing I haven't got that I think I need <laughs> is the Hotel Wrecking City Traders one. All right. I, so, I, I, yeah. yeah. Well, email me afterwards. I might have a spare one of those. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Maybe. But yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that, it's weird I haven't got that because um, that band have sent Nine Hertz stuff to review for about 10 years. And like <laughs> Pete loves them. He's like, they're one of his favourites. Are they Australian? Yeah. Yeah, They're from yeah. Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne. really good. Lo- lovely bunch, lovely bunch of guys. I was in. Um, I went to Australia last, uh, uh, over Christmas, and right. uh, for the first time ever, I used Skype. Right. Which is currently what we're speaking on now. Yeah. And um, I know you know that. <laughs> yeah, it'd be anyhow. And um, it was it was really exciting. And that's the end of my story. And then and I was talking to them, talking because. Oh right. Chatting. Okay. He's always, they are um, very much uh, keep in touch type fellas. That's pretty cool because I think, yeah. I don't know how many bands you sort of stay in touch with from over the years, but like it seems to be like a very small amount that I have. Um, I mean, you've done splits with so many bands. Yeah. Well, most of those bands have split. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but but they haven't they haven't and um and, you know their records get uh, are better now than they have been I think oh definitely yeah, yeah they've got better and better as time's gone on yeah. I think yeah definitely and I think well, and just sorry sorry and no. they've done the they've done the correct thing now and they've got a bass player right and uh, 
they didn't they were just guitar and drums before that must make this is difference. one of joe's real bugbears he can't stand bands that don't have bass players he's, he's <laughs> always going on about it <laughs> i well, no can't stand this strong but um <laughs> d- dislike immensely is more like well, <laughs> no that's not true either but uh, but you've got to have a bass player Thinks, he thinks there's room for improvement by adding a bass player. He's right most of the time. I hate to every band. Him. Imagine, imagine how big the White Stripes would be if they had a bass player. Yeah, they were tiny, weren't they? They didn't yeah. remember at all. A rubbish <laughs> band. <laughs> so, I've mean, only shifted about hundred units. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jack Black's um, sort of surrounded by boxes of his own records. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Crying out for bass. Yeah. Talking of like boxes of records, we were talking about Kunal the other day. Um, oh man! And I once slept in his bedroom on tour or something, and I was like in a coffin of CD boxes and records. There was no air Jap- on his floor. Obscure so. Japanese hardcore bands that only did one gig mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, as a pillow, so that was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, like. Really, we're here to talk about your music and like some of the stuff you've covered. Like, so you picked quite a few songs here. Um, some of them. You did on... ask us. You did ask us to. I did. Yeah, yeah. So, so we we ought to talk on, about don't it. Don't put that on us. Don't put it on us. <laughs> well, I think it's it's quite selfish. This one. I mean, I I like all, all your music. So you know, it's just a chance for me to listen to you guys talk about them. So it's it's quite selfish, really, for me. Um, yeah. So you. I think you've picked like a really interesting mix um, of stuff and stuff that I wouldn't have thought as well and, and a live track that I've never heard so I guess is is that exclusive or have you put out that live record? Uh, it's it's the story uh, is the, yeah right the story <laughs> is is that it was it was um, uh, recorded in Brussels a couple of years ago and then we sat on it as like a potential live album. And then we played our 15th year anniversary in um, June. Yeah. And uh, people who came to it could buy this live album. But because vinyl is being pressed so goddamn slow at the minute, they still haven't turned up. And now we're in September. Okay. But they should turn up in the next week or so. And we've pressed um, a small amount. And the people who came to the gig will get the record if, if they paid for it. Right. And then there might there's going to be a few left over for my order, which will be out in the next couple of weeks. Awesome. So this is gonna, this, this is a song off that. So it's and, a and plug, we, really. Yeah, go on. Pardon? Sorry. <laughs> so this is a plug, basically. This this shows basically a massive plug for this live record. I t- I told you we'd see through that. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh uh, yeah, no. Okay, you you can edit this. <laughs> No, that's cool. So I think, right, I think we're going to play this one first then because we've talked about it just now. So it's Octave Doctor. So is that off um, an album? I, I think I know which one it's off, but... It's off cook, the Cuckoo Live yeah. Life Like Cuckoo. Thought so. Yeah, but... Which is the correct the correct way to say it, it's Cuckoo Live Life Like Cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> but the, 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 reason, the reason that um, I, I... It wasn't for a plug reason that I... <laughs> not like... <laughs> but my point my point with this was that the song would have come out on like cuckoo came out in 2013 right and then this was recorded in 2016 and we still play it now in 2018 and the song has just changed so much right and okay. i think that and and, and and we don't like um i don't like 
to stick with what the recorded version is like when you play it live. So I quite like the development. And now it's really stripped back and it's sort of more bass drums with guitars coming in and out rather than it was just full on all over the place on the light on the record, which is good, but it's and consequently that's why. Yeah. Sorry for boring you. No, no, that's so. cool. So I think like there's I think for people who don't know you, um you have moved through several kind of styles, I think. And I think people who might have seen you years ago would probably not recognise what you sound like now. But it's really cool that you can still throw in those old songs and still play them in, in the current kind of lineup. Yeah. I guess it's well, because uh, you've changed vocalists and, well, not vocalists, but, you know, just performers in the band. And, you know, you, you and uh, Bob kind of have taken almost on stage, you've literally taken a step back at points. Well, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, not, sing, I'm not screaming anymore. So no. That's... That's in, um, I'm, I don't have access to a microphone anymore, so that's another plus point. <laughs> that, so that, avenue, that avenue of pleasure has been taken away from Bob. <laughs> <laughs> being, being, yeah. being one of the members of the band who still drinks, having a microphone isn't a wise move. <laughs> so I've had, so yeah, as, as certainly, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy just to, just to play guitar and jump on pedals and stuff now which is leave, leave Paul to do all the vocals so it has changed a hell of a lot over the years when you think about it that way yeah yeah I was trying to work out how many years Reese has been in the band as well because um, someone was saying oh, oh, yeah because someone said at, at Art Tangent where you played recently like um, oh, there's only one original member I was like I'm pretty sure there's like two or three now like Reese. Uh, let's see. He, he joined for yeah, a long time. He, I can't, I can't think. Of, he must be twelve, thirteen years. Yeah. But he had a brief. He had a year off when we got uh, when we did that Cuckoo record because Reese was living in Japan and uh, we had Tim C to play drums on that record. That's the um, part Reece, dude, isn't yeah, it? That's right. Yeah. And yeah. then when um, when uh, Chimp sort of got back together and uh, fortunately couldn't do any Tim couldn't play drums with us anymore it was just so happened that Reese just moved back to London so it's, it all turned out quite nice so Reese just joined straight up again so 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 he's on and off for about 13 years yeah yeah so yeah. fairly so long amount of time yeah, yeah definitely yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah um this live album obviously like was to sort of celebrate that time um so how was the gig I mean I, I couldn't make it myself I think I was actually in uh, another country altogether so how, how did Bob? it go down? Bob? You got anything to say about the gig? <laughs> the, 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 the London 15th anniversary one? I, I, I remember bits of it. <laughs> I, 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 it was, it was alright, I think. <laughs> did you celebrate? <laughs> Bob? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good night. Really good night. <laughs> Anthropop <laughs> Anthropop were, were really on top form, and Anthony, who puts a gig on, did a good job, and the venue was cracking, and uh, yeah, it was, it was good. Good fun. Good fun. Nothing went wrong at all. I've got nothing to say. I've got nothing to say. <laughs> that good. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, I, we'll leave it at that because, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, that's a perfect way to go into this first song. We'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Cool. <laughs> We're going to continue our, our chats about uh, sort of Hey Colossus tunes. Um, and I think we're going back to about right. I'm going to guess 2007 ish. Ish. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, Chiswick <laughs> So like this is off Project Death, which is like one of my early favourites. I think. So, uh, what are your memories of this one? Because I think James Parker was still on this one, wasn't he? Yes, he was on. That. I think it's the last. No, let's tell, tell a lie. That was the. He recorded that record. He also did Happy Birthday after. Yeah, yeah, he was still up. He was still about. It's that's Reese's first record. All right, cool. So yeah, um, why did you pick this, Joe, or did you pick it, Bob? Uh, I chose that one. It's one I used to really enjoy playing live, and um, just just a, it's just a, a silly, wonderful, loud, horrible, shouty song. I just yeah. really enjoy listening to it. <laughs> yeah, it's just got a stupid job, a stupid title, and it's just a fun tune i really enjoy yeah i think that album has got like a really good production on it like it's got like a really sort of rounded kind of bass sound to it whoa whoa, whoa, whoa do you whoa, not like whoa, it whoa. <laughs> there's a story behind this okay so we, 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 this, the, i think it's the first record we recorded in its entirety down at uh, what, what is not i think it's long gone now it's the dropout studios in uh, camberwell and we recorded down there tim cedar recorded it and then the, he was going to mix it, and I went, no, no, I want to do this. I'm going to do this at home. <laughs> okay. So I did it. And James Parker insisted on doing the mastering job, and it's always an argument. It's like who did who who buggered it all up? Who was it me doing the mix, or was it James on the mastering? And now I insist it was James on the mastering, but he'll tell you it was me on the mix. So, but it hasn't <laughs> turned out. It turned out all right. But I listen to it back now. It's like oh god. Well, <laughs> I, I think would have done that. You probably, yeah, I mean, you probably listened to it with quite critical ears, like years later, but. I think it's yeah, still well, since great. since using better sort of recording um mixes and whatnot to actually mix records properly. Yeah. It's like you do you do see the faults, but it's uh, still a cracking record. I really enjoy listening to it every now mm. and then. Yeah. So I think it's it's almost like a bridge between um the stuff that came before it and then Happy Birthday because I think Happy Birthday you went full on like loud and it's quite a yeah. dense record, isn't it? Uh, what, uh, happy Birthday. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that was that was that was just having an absolute laugh in the studio, just just seeing what we could do and what we could, what noises we could come up with, mm. and make some songs out of it. Basically, and we we that that I, I don't think we probably remember an awful lot about recording it to be honest with you. So, um, Project Death, um, have you got fond memories of the gigs around then? Because I think I think I put you on at the Grapes. I think we talked about that off air before. I'm playing. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I go on. You go. No, go on. Yeah, I know. I do remember the Sheffield gig because I remember. I think it was a one of those a uh, hundred bands playing sort of situation, and I think we went on last to about fifteen people that were left there. Oh, you're but, remembering a different gig? Yeah, that, that was, um, that was uh, the Cricketers. That gig. That was yeah. Um, yeah, yeah that's the one opposite the Sheffield United ground. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a flat now. Uh, that, oh, that, that room is a flat now. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> but that I excellent... actually... Go on. Uh, I know, all I was going to say was, despite the fact there only been 15 people there, it was it was good. It yeah. was good yeah. fun. Yeah. I love that night. That was a really, really good night. Yeah. And I remember that, do you remember that band Sunshine Republic? Yes. We've talked about these on the pod night. quite a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah, they're great. I love that lot. They're Oddly, I've got their CD. They Someone handed me a CD. Like just a CDR and a white cover with Sunshine Republic stamped on it. About must be twelve years ago, they just handed it to me at some gig, 
and uh, it's I've got it home and I was like, this is one of the best things I've ever heard. But they played that night, but apparently their drummer couldn't make it, so they just got they just made some just awful noise. But it was brilliant, still brilliant. That was that night. I remember that night quite well. Yeah, driving. Yeah. I think a lot yeah, of people have got what, what... memories sort of, the, of this. Yeah. Yeah. What was the What was the other night then? Um, <laughs> so we, pl- I think you played the Grapes, um, which is like right in the middle of town, um, tiny room, probably a hundred capacity. Is it upstairs? Yeah, tiny room upstairs. Loads yeah, of stairs. I remember that yeah, one. Um, I remember that one. It's got like a white background. I think we might have done projections that night. I'm, I can't remember. But um... you were drinking uh, Scrumpy that night, Joe. You won't remember much about it. <laughs> yeah, this, this is definitely my memory blackout years. Right. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I think um, I think you stayed at my uh, flat then. Uh, just that night, Joe. I do remember staying at your flat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. We nearly, we nearly lost your cat. You had a cat. Oh, that's cat right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your yeah, cat yeah. wasn't supposed to leave the house, and we left all the doors open and stuff, and we were quite worried we'd killed your cat. Or <laughs> yeah, that happened quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bands, bands. I, I had one guy molest my cat, so at least you didn't do that. Molest? Yeah, seriously. Like, came downstairs. What? Uh, like, someone said, "Oh, I've been getting to know your cat," and I was like, "What? What the hell are you talking about?" Um. Yeah, and his <gasps> their bandmates were just like, "Yeah, don't ask." I was like, "Right, okay." Wow. That's a bit Who's weird. that? You, you can um, tell us, no one and I. Well, actually, yeah, I can name him because like the, he got the. I think they chucked him out of the band. It was that death of a money band from Wales. That we knew quite well. Oh right. But yeah, the, oh. the base, the old base was a bit strange. So, yeah. So, <laughs> Nikki, if you're listening, I know what you did. Wow. <laughs> I love Very strange. Cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit. Uh, it's become dark all of a sudden. I feel a bit sick now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to end it there. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's it's strange looking back on on albums from ten years ago, I guess. But like. Do you often go back and listen to them, or, or do you just kind of forget and think about the next one? I, I never do. You never listen to them. No. <laughs> no, I'm I'm the same. Unless we're unless we're gonna do one of the songs, we've decided to do an older song. Yeah. And yeah. We have to sort of relearn it. That's the yeah. only time I, I, wouldn't, I would never listen to me old. And song. I le- I, and I learn the songs off YouTube. Dear. Yeah. I don't. I, yeah, I've got all of our records. I've are in a box in a garage right i can't i can't, I can't. I, so much, it feels like so much time and effort gets put into them that the minute they're out you've listened to them so much yeah you're just like, not i like playing, the, I like playing the songs live but i've no intention of listening to the music mm. it's, 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 yeah fair enough it's tough I think, yeah i probably listen to them once when they turn up to make sure they've not put like um sunita or something on <laughs> our record it's all three pressing sunita records yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the same factory well, you know, hugely like, collectible version. Why do you think like vinyl is delayed so much now? Oh yeah, pressing plants. It's Sunita. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's just uh, she's just an audio file. So macho you know. is on the back of every record by mistake now. Yes, yeah. isn't that? Yeah, that's Sunita, yeah. isn't it? I, I, I think it. I think it is. Yeah. I mix. I mix up Sunita and Sabrina. Sabrina did that song. What's that song? Sabrina. Boys, boys, boys. Boys, 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 not yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm looking for a good time. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Sunita, uh, Sunita is Simon Cowell's wife. Wife? Is that right? Is it? Oh, no. Yeah. I thought he was like a bachelor boy, like um, Cliff Richard. Oh, is he? Oh, I don't know. Oh, right. 
well, I really had to stop myself saying something completely would have got well, would have got sued. <laughs> yeah, careful. Yeah. Oh, that was that was very close then. Yeah, um, that guy doesn't take prisoners. Um, <laughs> anyhow, let's <laughs> move yeah, on. So, so yeah. yeah, yeah. Swift edit. Uh, yeah. Not live, is I'm, it? No, I'm not talking fine. now. <laughs> I think you. Sh- I think you should do most of the talking. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I sometimes go back and listen to... I've got some of your seven inches from, like, years ago, so... Um, I think we're going we're gonna to talk about one of the covers you did later, but I think that Lord split still stands up really well. Like, it's, it's just a great couple of tunes on either side. Yeah, that's, that is a good... That's um, our man Manji put that out. Um, he worked at... Um, he was working at Rough Trade at the time. Mm. And he started the rec- that little record label, and he's still releasing stuff now. On um, he's got a label called Funkland, right? B-U-N-K, B-U-N-K-L-A-N-D, and he does like CDRs and cassettes and things like that. So yeah, cool. uh, they're, they're Manji, and yeah, still releasing yeah. stuff. That's awesome. Excellent, an, ex- an excellent human being indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, so I think um, we'll probably just listen to Chiswick Strangle, and then we'll probably talk about um, the cover you did on that on that split. I think I think that'd be a good idea. Cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah, so everything we've played so far has been original, but uh, you've done a few covers in your time, haven't you? So uh, this is the first one I can remember hearing, and I loved it. I'd not heard the original before you recorded it, because I was naive and, you know, stupid. So (laughs) um, the money will roll right in. I don't think I'd heard the Fang version. Oh, do you not? um, Before we'd recorded, I'd only heard the Mudhoney version. Yeah. yeah, A few, few years after that, I heard the Fang version. 
So it's how? Fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how did it yeah. come into your sort of attention to sort of cover it? Was it mud honey? Oh yeah, completely. Yeah, completely. The idea when we the, the idea of putting the band together way back when was sort of a mud honey fuzzed up mud mud honey a doomy version of mud honey and sort of crap rocky sort of thing. That's that was quite a idea. good description of of your early stuff, I guess, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's kind of what we wanted to do, and we did it. But and that that one song, you know, the mud honey version is quite quick, and I, it, you know, we, we just had the idea to play it a lot, lot slower and yeah. make it a lot, lot nastier sounding than, so who's than the mud doing, honey version. Who's doing the vocals on that one? That's me on that one. Is it? Right. Yeah. All all the first the first couple of records is is uh, me. Yeah. Um, and we recorded that. Um, and we recorded that song the same day we recorded H.U. I think that's right. That uh, correct. I, yeah, we did a gig on the Friday and we recorded the Saturday and did and the Sunday. In uh, and I by Monday I could not speak. My <laughs> my voice was gone and I couldn't. I, I just to get it so. So I don't miss the screaming too much to be honest with you. Yeah, I I definitely lost my voice a few times. Um, like it was usually on a tour. Um, yeah. Just screeching every night, um, and drinking and sleeping on floors and whatever. So yeah, yeah, it just doesn't do you any good. But I remember being really ill um, on tour once, and I could just get a, a yelp out. So some of my bandmates were like, sort of joining in, and I'd like do the odd scream. It was terrible. I've never yeah. felt so ill on stage. Yeah. So, but I'm, this... I'm always I'm always the one that gets ill on tour as well. Yeah. This I think it's something yeah. about relaxing or something. I don't know. Or just having a good time, your body goes, nah, don't do that. Just Maybe just being able to sing. <laughs> <laughs> but weirdly, I mean, you don't scream on that cover, do you? It's, it's quite sort of... It's, it's fairly restrained. rough. Yeah. It's not yeah. sort of a full-on, like, Iron Monkey-style scream, oh, no, is no, it? No, so, no, 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 no. Um, but, I mean, that song's got a bit of swagger about it, hasn't it? It's a, quite an interesting little tune. I, I got into oh, that I fan know. album, actually, after that. Yeah, did um the guy from Fang? Did he? Is he the guy that did the murdering? The, what? <laughs> literal murdering or a band called the Murdering? No, yeah, no literal. I need to look it up. Can I look stuff up while I'm talking on yeah. this? Yeah, Google yeah. away. Yeah, that's yeah, what people yeah. who do proper podcasts do. They go, oh, I'm just going to Google that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just going to Google that. <laughs> you two carry on talking. Yeah, so that's weird. <laughs> If you're going to do that, I mean, it's coming through the recording. So, what the tap, the, t- yeah. the typing? Yeah, that's where your is microphone it? is. It's, 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 it's that microphone that you know that microphone thing you're talking into, Joe. You know, it's yeah, connected yeah, yeah. to that laptop with the buttons on it that you're pressing. Uh, ah, yeah. oh yeah, look. here we are, Fang. Oh, okay, you found it, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, it's exactly okay. Yeah, no, but other people can look it up. But yes, it's true. Okay, that's what happened. Yeah, wow. How strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. That's kind um, of like, um, you know, um, I don't know, what's what's the context? Because like, it's not going to be as grisly as the black metal stuff, I guess. Uh, uh, I can't look it up quickly. By 1989, with Sam's crippling heroin addiction and murder conviction, the band ended when he was sentenced <laughs> to six years in prison for voluntary manslaughter. Voluntary? Sounds like he did a job voluntary. on someone. It's voluntary manslaughter, not murder. 
Um, There's a definite loophole there I'm, somewhere. Isn't they it? Vo- volunteered to murder someone. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe that is maybe. I mean, if he was a heroin addict, maybe that's literally what happened. Like someone said, "I want you to murder that person," and they went, "Okay, if you give me some money or something." I don't know for a bag. For a yeah. bag of skag. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. yeah, that's depressing. But yeah, I mean, the music stands up. I think. Apparently, they're still, yeah. apparently it's still going. Apparently, there's no, a new well, version. The, the, so. it, it, they played in Blackpool recently. What? Oh, what, Rebellion? Was it the Rebellion Festival? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, a year or two back. I don't know. Anyhow, sorry. I, um, uh, you two are talking. So, uh, <laughs> so I think, that. Yeah, so I think it's off an album called Landshark, as far as I can tell. Um, right. I think that's the one I got into straight after I heard that. But yeah, really interesting band. Like, um, I think people should probably look into. It. I obviously didn't know enough because I didn't know he'd murdered someone. But you know, <laughs> that's fine. But I mean, that, you know, that... no, 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 no. He'd voluntarily manslaughtered someone. <laughs> yeah. Um... You got, you've got to be careful because obviously you didn't have like yeah. legal, yeah, legal exactly. uh, repercussions. Yeah, so yeah, we, we've got to stress so. this guy vol- voluntarily manslaughtered someone. There's no murdering like... involved. No. Yeah. No. But someone died. Legally. Legally, <laughs> legally died. I legally <laughs> killed someone. Uh, yeah. So, um, like, going back to sort of the actual record, so it's on this, like, quite awesome kind of... I mean, it's not like any artwork that you've had since at all. It's like a banana or something on the front of that record. That's Chris that did that. Chris Summon from Lords did that. Yeah, yeah, which is more in sort of lying with laws, isn't it? Because they they had all their albums had mad cartoons on. Yeah, well, he also did the um, Project Death Sleeve. Oh, did he? Okay, well, that's quite different. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, but it's the same sort of graphic art with slightly yeah. thick outlines. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, I'd so, say yeah, I'd yeah. say that's of its time as well, like design wise. I don't know. I don't mm. know if you sort of agree. I mean, you know, the advent of everyone having Photoshop or sort yeah. of design software everyone had a go didn't they so do you want, an, do you want another um chris from lord's fact yeah go for it be careful um, joe well, well no no this is uh, he he's he joined colossus two weeks ago oh did he awesome okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we had our first rehearsal and we're recording this weekend with him wow so is that a uh, nine hertz podcast exclusive yes wow Okay, I better edit this really quick then. Get it out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, what's he playing? A guitar. A get one guitar. A guitar. Well, considering he's got about three hundred, he's chosen just the one to play. Right. Oh yeah. Right. That's awesome. What what kind of prompted that then? Um, Rue, uh, one of the guitar, the uh, Arc Tangent. Yeah. Rue, who was second from left. As you looked at the stage, yeah, one of the guitarists has um, stopped doing Colossus to concentrate on Reigns. Okay, you mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with Tim, um, so they're doing that, and Chris is coming in. Fantastic. So Tim, Tim, Tim also left earlier this year. Tim left, yeah, which so was yeah. his older brother, who he was replaced by Will, who is the the, the guy who lives in Bristol. Right, that's our Bristol connection now. Yeah. So it's been a bit of a lineup change in the last eight months. But it's definitely solid now. No one's allowed to leave anymore. That's it. Yeah. Well, it's like a, a contract now. Like unless you've got something to say, Bob. 
<laughs> well, when we do our next um, celebratory gig at the Moth Club in London, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So, um, do you think Chris is going to bring something different to your sound? Because he's quite—I I guess Lords are sort of very full-on kind of trebly guitar, aren't they? Like blues-led sort of stuff. Yeah. Do you know? Um, do you know his band Grey Hairs? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's his guitar playing is kind of that sort of um, sort of uh, what surfy B fifty twosy sort of vibe, I guess. Yeah, that's gonna be um, interesting. Yeah, definitely. But like, yeah, I don't want to. Yes, it, it, his his playing is good and it's gonna suit us. Cool. A grey hairs from Nottingham. Yeah. Is he's he from Nottingham then? Yeah, kind of. But, he's lived there for quite a few years now. Right. Okay. He might have. I think I, I recognised someone on the door last night. I went to see Richard Dawson last night, and I thought it was him. Um, yeah, he put it on. Yeah, right, he, he there you go. Then. Yeah, yeah. Small world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. That was with Alex Tucker, right? Yeah, that was fantastic. He was really good. Yeah, they're both excellent. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen Alexander Tucker before. Um, obviously, know of his work with O'Malley and whatever. Um, and I think he's yeah. always played Supersonic, but I've never been. You know, in the right place to see that happen. Yeah. So, if you um, if you ever, uh, if you're ever um, going down a YouTube hole, yeah, look up um, one of his really early bands, which was called Unhome. Is that uh, the one that did splits with the guy from Tortoise? Yeah, he did. They did a split seven inch with Papa yeah, M. That's but, it. Um, the, the album, um, I think it's called A Short History of Houses. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And it's on, it's on unlabel out of um. Uh, Tunbridge Wells, and uh, it's really excellent. Awesome, like, yeah, I'll look that up. Yeah, uh, his singer and John, who was in our band, well, was in that band as like then, and like the record is brilliant. And yeah, anyhow, there we are. Yeah, Check that's it out. cool. It's excellent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that's that's like going down a complete um, like you, you talk about going down a YouTube hole. We've just gone down a podcast hole there, like seven degrees of separation and all that, basically. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, going going from that, I mean, um, I think around that time you were sort of releasing a lot of split stuff. So how how did they all come about? Did you just sort of did people ask to do them with you, or did you just go right? We want to put this out with this band. They're awesome, sort of thing. Uh, well, I, it was a uh, a combination of all of that, really. Mm. Like, um, they're 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 fun to do. Certainly back then, it seemed like a brilliant thing to do for I think for a new band or whatever I think it's excellent fun and it, we're not stopping doing it either because we you know we've always got plans for the future definitely but, uh, I mean if you sort of list yeah. the bands that you've played you know you've done stuff with I mean there's there's dozens now isn't there so like Dot um, Descalator yeah what happened to them yeah. uh, they t- uh, you've got um, Matt uh, is in Casual Nun Oh right, okay. Who um, released records on that uh, Hominoid label, which yeah. I think he part part runs with some other characters. Um, Dan and uh, drummer Desk Later, uh, whose name has briefly gone out of my mind, are in Sex Sex Swing. Oh yeah, okay. And um, the bass player uh, is in Margate, puts gigs on, and um, is in a band called Casual Sect. Ah, I just in- interviewed uh, Robbie. Um... Robbie Judkins, who's in that band. Right, so uh, that's uh, yeah, that's 
that's what those four people amongst many other things I'm sure but that's just off the top of my head yeah I know um, Jason from Sex Swin as well like from um, Liverpool so yeah it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a small world isn't it I mean looking at other bands that you did splits with I never found out anything else about Phil Collins 3 <laughs> so who were they? They were great. They were, yeah. Um, was the was Kai was the I don't think he was the he was the what did Kai he played bass or something in, in Phil Collins three? Then he ended up playing he ended up being the singer in Sloth. Uh, what the Doom Band? He lives in Berlin now. Yeah, yeah the one yeah, right season bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. He ended up with them and um, I, don't, I, don't I, don't know, I don't know what the rest of them did. They did I think they did an album and yeah. I know they did a, I think they did another split. Something seven inch or maybe even five inch with Trencher, I think. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they, they were Brighton, right? Yeah. 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 I've uh, yeah. I've just looked them up. It looks like they only did. Uh, yeah, they did a, a split with Trencher, uh, seven inch, and they did one album called Pooey Stick. So. Lovely. <laughs> I don't. What well, actually? Yeah, yeah. It looks like a compilation actually, called Pooey Stick. Yeah. Yeah, so well, I might buy that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some discogs yeah, were, you can buy it. Yeah, they they were um, quite arty. I think I don't know if they were all art students down in Brighton, but they were quite arty, and they would yeah. make they'd make costumes to wear on stage. And when we did that split single with them, they did we we did the launch night for it. They all dressed up as ro- um, rockets. Brilliant. Like, had these big cardboard cut-out rockets. <laughs> they were trying to play their guitars because they're too big. They couldn't play them. It was a really good night. Though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was, that was uh, London and Brighton, wasn't it? I remember those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good bunch. Yeah, and then there's obviously like, well, there's, there's so many. I mean, Field Boss, which is I think Canals Band, isn't it? Yeah, they were called they were called Tractor until that's uh, right. Yeah, the nine the nineteen seventies Tractor that John Peel released a record by. Um, I think got oh. in touch and said, and got in touch and said you can't call that anymore. Yeah, so. So right up until the pressing of the sleeve, they were called Tractor, and then at the very last minute they had to change their name to Fieldbots. Yeah, because I think Flatlands played with them in Bristol, or no, it was Newport. I don't know if you ever played the, oh, what's it called? This is, this is great radio, what do you say? There's a, well, there's, there's, a, there's a place in Newport. Or, or um, Le Pub. Le Pub, yeah, that was it. Yeah, we played yeah. Le Pub. Um, with Tractor and Death of the Money and um, yeah, instantly became friends with Kunal and um, and Death of the Money that night. Decided to tour with Death of the Money that night, and yeah, I love that pub. But yeah, Tractor, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we only played Newport once. We mm. we played at, um, we played TJ's right. Yeah, with uh, the drips. Not with the drips, which is the Bronx, but under a different name. All oh, right. right. Kind of members of the Bronx, kind of yeah. members of the Bronx doing exactly the same sort of thing though, right? Any similar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so that's uh, that's the only time I played Newport. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't got, that, that's my Newport story. Apart from there's a there's a guy who does uh, record fairs in the southwest, and uh, he travels all the way around from like pretty much Oxford all the way down to Lands End and does all the record fairs. And um, he's from Newport, and he was the booker at TJ's. And um, if you go to any of those record fairs, you get talking to him and the stories he has, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Particularly, he put Nirvana on at uh, TJ's and 
he says like everyone always talks about uh, Kurt Cobain meeting Courtney Love at TJ's. What they don't talk about is Nirvana rolled their van outside the venue that night, and virtually all <laughs> and, and almost all died. Right. <laughs> no one talks about that. Wow. People just talk about those two getting together. He has some amazing stories. So meet up with him if you can. Yeah, I've, I've heard stuff about TJ's. Like <laughs> it, it was kind of infamous in the late nineties, I think. Um, yeah. But obviously, like growing up on the other side of the country, I just never went. So I don't think I'll ever. Is it still there? Is it still going? Uh, no. Right. That's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of my story. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only Newport story I've got is I slept in a florist, um, in the actual. In a it, it, in, yeah, in a forest. Or yeah, a, florist. The, the florist shop or the shop. person. A shop. Oh, right, not the person. Like woke <laughs> up among like well slept on that green fake grass, made of plastic. And then woke up to like the smell of all these flowers. It was insane. Well, that wasn't with that wasn't with bass player from Death of Money, was it? It was. <laughs> yeah, I think he was in the room. But yeah, there were no cats, so it was okay. (laughs) (laughs) Had you been drinking, perchance? We were on tour, so yeah. Yeah, so yes. It's one of those days where everyone kind of reached for a can first thing. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. See, somewhere, somewhere, I've got, I need to look, I should have have dug it out, but somewhere I've got a Flatlands record, and I think it is a split with that Shine Republic band, right? It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got that somewhere. I need to dig it out. Yeah, there's a drummer yeah. on that one, um, weirdly. And then I think after that, they just the guy left the band because he was sick of everyone's crap. Um, and then the rest right. of them just carried on without a drummer. So that was good. They've got two EPs which have got fantastic names. One's called Ransack Your Mansack. And right. <laughs> the other one's just called Let's Have Sex. Right. So... Yeah, you can tell how serious they were taking that band towards the end. <laughs> yeah, interesting band, interesting people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think we've we've probably exhausted split chat for a while. So I'm gonna play um, the money will roll right in, and you can either see this as a fan cover um, or a uh, mud honey cover.
you chose that one. Right. We've um, <laughs> we've been talking about um, cereal and um, what we like to uh, do in the mornings. I think off air. So that that sounds really weird, doesn't it, for for listeners? Um, but we're gonna we're gonna sort of talk about something new, um, relatively new, I guess. Um, so your album is it? The Guillotine came out last year. This is really amazing research, isn't it? Uh, it came out in 2017. I just want to clear up the breakfast cereal thing. Um, it is just purely a little piece of muesli stuck on the screen of my laptop. And I tried to pick it off, and it seemed to come up on the microphone. And Mike here, who's doing this, this podcast, brought it up to my attention that I shouldn't shouldn't be doing this. And now but there's children everywhere. Now there's children, but not at my house. That's Bob's house. No, it's my daughter's going to bed now, so... Yeah, I'm oh, just right. going to say goodnight to her. <laughs> no, I'll pause it. <laughs> no, you don't have to pause it. It's fine. No, no. They're, they're quite well behaved. No, no. No, no, everyone. Night, night. Night, See you later. I'll be up in a bit. You there? Yeah. yeah. That, um, oh. yeah. that room, we recorded uh, a lot of the vocals for uh, the Happy Birthday album. <laughs> oh, the red, the, 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 the red, the red wine sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, they, they, they were, they were off the cuff. Yeah, brilliant. Um, they weren't off the cuff; they were off someone else's record sleeve. Memory sir. That's a, yeah. that's probably a good question to ask. So, what's the weirdest place you've recorded? My living room. Is it <laughs> wild? <laughs> um, and we didn't have, we didn't have any vocals, so I just randomly ran a finger down my record collection which is in this room and I pulled out um, Aerosmith permanent vacation and just read some random words off the off the lyric sheet oh I've done something and, uh, similar that's that, why yeah. we've got the songs on that happy birthday has got permanent vacation parts one and two that's where it comes from because oh, me and Joe were just completely trolled on red wine and we couldn't be bothered <laughs> to think of anything else brilliant yeah. Well, uh, you're the lyric writer, though. I was just. Well, actually, I think Stephen Tyler's the lyric writer. On... <laughs> <laughs> he did Does he get a credit? Of course not. He gets production points. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, um, what was I going to say? That's, this is fantastic. Um, you want? Oh, podcasting. you wanted to talk about the guillotine that came out last year? I did. Yeah. So the guillotine came out last year. And um, yeah, you picked some off it called uh, potions. Yeah, that right. Um, so yeah, I'd say that's like typical of your. I don't know. Do, do you like in bands I've been in before when when we've changed sound or when we've like moved away from a certain sound, we've called it like Mark One, Mark Two, and everything. So do you delineate bits of Hey Colossus or is it kind of just trying to get on with it? I do a little. Mm. Yeah. Because I, I I've got it in my head that um, the first three records up to, up to uh, Project Death yeah. are like the Johnson Johnson family sort of era that were kind of sort of sort of song orientated. The trilogy, but heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we and then and then we did um, a lot of records of Riot Season. Yeah. And and they're more like uh, like frazzled or whatever. I don't know how, yeah. however you might say it, but like sort of still pretty noisy. And then there's like the rocket sort of era where so far so far there's three records with rocket and they're more um uh, polished 
poly- I don't know what the word is. Yeah, like more, yeah, produced, more sort of, polished. Yeah, maybe more yeah. T- more tidy, whatever. But um, I'd say like yes. more psychedelic and and more kind of um. Yeah, like what's I tell you what's weird about that though is that the minute we got to the minute Rocket put a record out by us, we started playing Psych Fests like yeah. <laughs> within within seconds, and like no like there wasn't a Psych Fest on the planet that would have touched us before that. Yeah, how strange. It's, it's really like the minute we and and I don't think there was such a. I think it was just that they've got those connections with those sort of places mm-hmm. that I don't know, and it just worked, and we've did some really good ones, particularly Eindhoven, although. Oh, yeah. Um, we didn't. Re- we, none of us actually made it through the gig unscathed, but it was a really good night despite that. So Eindhoven is a strange it, place as well, isn't it? I don't know if you spent much time. We there. didn't didn't really see oh, much of it. We did, no, we did a bit of walking around morning and night, but we yeah, we're sort of guilty of that because we played. Um, we had uh, forty eight hours in um, uh, Istanbul. And we played. Right. We played in Istanbul about uh, six or seven years ago, and um, we. You'd think that you'd go to Istanbul and you would absorb this awesome foreign land and learn about the Europe and Asia meeting point and everything else, but we sort of sat in a bar for forty-eight hours. Yeah, <laughs> it's often what happens, and, isn't it? Yeah, and and. And I look back now, and I don't necessarily regret it, but I think perhaps if I'd have had a third day, I might have had a wander around. Yeah, and actually seen some found, of the place you would have found in. another bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's easier just to stay put, isn't it, I guess? Yeah, well, it's it's just it was like... a nice bar. It was a good <laughs> bar. It was, it was good. Well, Eindhoven's yeah. got the, I think it's the longest street of bars, or like consecutive bars in Europe. So I don't know where the festival took place. We, we, need, we definitely need to go back there then. Yeah, yeah, we didn't, we didn't see that. We, oh, um, I, no. I, I feel I've missed part of my <laughs> life there. I went to yeah. a, a, an amazing stag do there because purely because it was like thirty quid each way or something. Ryanair special, and um, everywhere I went were like posters for like death metal festivals and stuff on on this one strip of bars. But we obviously went on. Um, just drink yourself to death night, so that was interesting. Yeah. Um, Brits they, abroad, yeah, it's abroad, yeah, Brits abroad. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> uh, banged up abroad, um, yeah, um, but yeah, it's weirdly, it's got the uh, world's only DAF lorry museum as well. Oh, really? Yeah, so, um, so that, we went have, on have a stag do, um, I think so, yeah, so we went on a stag do. Um, obviously after like drinking for two nights we were wondering what the town had and then we just wandered across this Duff museum and ended up having a tour of this museum <laughs> and looking at a load of lorries so... I think, I, regarding, regarding lorries I think you'd be stunned at how many uh, members of the Eddie Stobart fan club there are Like I've heard this, through, got, they call it Stobart through, bashing don't they? Through, because because uh, of my job and I d- deliver a lot of things, I deliver so many miniature Eddie Stobart lorries. Yeah. How do you know you, you, that they're in the packet? They, they come in like clear plastic. Like they're right. not ashamed at all. Right. Like there's no. Like if you buy a sex toy, it comes like <laughs> quite well wrapped up. Like you can't see through the cardboard. But you buy an Eddie Stobart lorry, it's there for all to see. They're making it very it's obvious. Hard. Right. It's hard to well, know. But what, it, we, it's, 
not that embarrassing to get a, a I, toy lorry. I, but yeah, but if you're in the Eddie Stobart club, I don't know. <laughs> If you're over the age of six, then maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But I've heard, yeah, like um, people who go bird watching, apparently a lot of them are also Stobart bashers, which is the term. I thought they were doggers. If you you look on the door of an Eddie Stobart lorry, they've all got names, haven't they? Like Clara, Clarissa, and whatnot. It's a British phenomenon, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, we love it. So, yeah, I mean, you must see a lot just driving around um, doing gigs and stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is what people tune in for. I think Reese is a member. <laughs> I can believe that, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got way off topic again. Which is just the thing. It's more interesting than, than a it, couple of old men talking about music. It probably is, isn't it? <laughs> 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 so um yeah i always i always find it really interesting to see what um people in bands do for a living i find that fascinating like there are a lot of postmen who play music so i know you're a yeah. postman joe but like yeah um, great hairs great hairs drummers are postman yeah uh lee knights who i've done a podcast with he's postman um yeah it's just a thing i don't know if it yeah. just like it means you can kind of be on your own and and think of stuff while you you know doing that or I don't know I like I I really like finding out what people do and I, I like getting you, some of the answers and stuff. What do you do? What do I do? Um, I used to be a journalist, um, but now I'm a PR professional person. So I work in an office that? all day. Um, what's the, what's that? Um, I manage a small team that look after businesses to make sure that they're prominent within their trade. So we, I've, I've only just got a new job actually. I work in a, um, we sort of work with tech companies. So, um, write them press releases, do the social media. Um, right. yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. We get to travel. So that's quite cool, but it's a lot of technical information and conference calls to America and Australia and. Germany and stuff so basically what I'm doing now is now what I do for a living in the day like I'm talking on a computer screen so I've come straight from work had some tea and got straight back on a computer again so it's yeah. a busman's holiday yeah. <laughs> it's, no, it's, just, it's no wonder you're so good at it then well I don't get to talk about Eddie Stobart at work so you know <laughs> this is a plus, a major plus what do you do Bob? Uh, I'm a, a lorry driver for Eddie Stobart <laughs> Joe, you, if we hadn't been talking about it, I would have believed you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, um, I, I mix audio for films. Oh, brilliant! That sounds really interesting. It can be. I'm, it's more. For, I do foreign films, so I mix films that are in English. I remix them into foreign language. So when you watch a film in foreign language and it's all out of sync and looks stupid, I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> that's my job right okay how how on earth yeah. did you get into that uh I've, I've worked in the tv and film for 20 years or something like that right and it's sort of it's in all in audio i've been doing audio stuff for like 20 years right i'm not i'm not particularly brilliant at it but mm. i know i've got just about uh, just about enough skill to do this job right and it's quite it's quite and, uh, and it's i just sort of floated into it without really thinking about it but it's, it's all right it's not too bad yeah 
So yeah, yeah. I, I find it, yeah. This is this is why it's always interesting to ask people what they do because like um, you see them on stage and you see what they're like and you kind of get to know them on that level and then you, you find out oh like yeah do you realise he does this and not the other? Um, there's like um, yeah I I always find it really quite interesting to find out what what people do for a living and and like especially if it's something really weird like you know if if they like work down a mine or something bizarre like that Daddy, we got we really weird it's none of us have got weird jobs really have we oh no i don't think so no it was that guy when you when you when you lived in north london there's that guy who was a it was a he was a what's his name a, a flusher or something he was down the london sewers who's that, that, that guy? Who's that guy? Was he hacking away at Fatbergs? <laughs> yeah, it, it, that was his job. It was Wet some, wipes. I can't remember it was, though. I can't remember what it was. What do you think, the, um, what, like, if you, if, if the biggest band you can think of where they still have to have a job? Well, the one I always say is um, Eugene Robinson from Oxbow. Right. So he is, like, an expert in some sort of connected technology or something so what i do for a living now he's probably quite learned in he's right. probably very good at talking he's, he's a blogger um and he does like audio stuff yeah it's, yes and he's written books on it and stuff so mm. yeah that surprised me yeah I, I just like how far up the the musical food chain do you need to go before you can stop like you know, like to, you know, does the edge deliver pizzas? That's you know, like like how. <laughs> I don't think know. so. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I'd love to have one delivered by him. <laughs> You'd fall off. The it stage. doesn't deliver to your area. That's the problem. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. He's got. It's a cut off. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, they're, they're, you know, I bet I bet you'd be surprised at the size of the band where they still have to work. Especially, oh, yeah. especially now times are, now times are like what they are, and people don't buy music and all that. Did okay. you see that thing about Fish? Um, you know, ex Marillion singer the other day about um, him not really being able to tour as much as he wants because the money's just not there and all that sort of stuff. Did you see that the other day? There was a blog about it or a post about it somewhere. You think someone like Fish would be doing pretty big sort of festivals and gigs and stuff around the world, but he's even he's struggling and stuff. The money's not there for Fish. No, no Fish money. <laughs> God. There's got to be a joke in there. There's got to be like uh, the the wells run dry. When we finish doing this, when we finish doing this tonight, I'll go to bed. I'll be in bed for about twenty minutes, and suddenly I'll have a really good punchline for that fish joke. And it'll be too late. Yeah, it's all finished for fish or something. Um, I seem to remember reading uh, Kerrang like in the early two thousands or something, and. Do you remember a band called Liberty Thirty Seven or something? Like a sort of I think minor, I do re- yeah, I do remember them. Yeah. Minorly, I think they were from Wales, and they were all school teachers, so they only ever toured in school holidays. That was their there thing. There you go. Yeah, that's yeah. quite calm. Wasn't the the the, the geese that used to play trombone for Snuff? Dave was a was a science teacher, so I think he could he couldn't do as many gigs as I think. I'm pretty sure that's right. So that's Dave from Snuff was a, he was a science teacher. You go on like the YouTube watch old snuff videos when he's playing trombone and you've got his ex-students like putting their little things in the comments and stuff about him which I think is quite nice but all good <laughs> stuff as well all nice stuff not like nice stuff. horrible stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it's amazing um well, could, well like to, you know when um tim was with us and 
he'd done two years touring with um, Polly Harvey. Mm. Like, when he got back from that, he was straight away working at Air Price in Yeovil. Like, how to come back was, to Earth with a bang? Yeah, is, and yeah. he was in. He was in. He said that he was working in Yeovil when they've got like the TVs on, and there's like videos of her playing live in Australia at like Big Day Out, and it's him playing <laughs> on the TV screen while he's serving someone like Baha Men singles. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 and that's him right there, like, you know, ripping it up in front of thousands of sun-bleached Australians. So, yeah. What was the catalogue number, Joe, for the Baja men? Uh, it was an Edel catalogue number, so it's just a load of numbers. It's hard you to mean. remember. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I need to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> why, why the Baja men? Is that sort of like a dark story there or something? Well, that was the bit when... Um, actually, you did... Well, I worked at Vital, the uh, record distributor. You were you there as well, Bob? At the same time, I did a whole four weeks at Vital. But, yeah, but we yeah we did the Baja Men who let the dogs out single and uh, it sold by the fucking bucket load. That's yeah. really strange. <laughs> that yeah. was that was the brief month I was there. It was it yeah. was that era. The Baja yeah. Every morning I'd get phone calls from every single sales rep around the country, going, "Can we have three hundred more copies of the Baja Men?" I was like, Jesus Christ, who's <laughs> buying this shit? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, dear. Yeah. But no, I, and I can remember a lot of catalogue numbers, but not that one, because like I say, it was a bunch of numbers, not... See, <laughs> I, I've never um, seen the film, uh, what's it called? Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, it's a brilliant oh, right, yeah. film. I'm sure it is, yeah, but really. I, I um, did work experience at a HMV when I was 15, and um, they put me in a concrete room with no windows with um just full of that that dvd and i had to put the security tags on it oh nice so i've seen george clooney's face in like sepia yellow about a million times because that was the cover that's just that's just my 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 work experience when i was 15 um i wrote on a bit of paper saying yeah what do you want to do what do you want for your work experience so i put down anything within the music business and I ended up at the um, record department in WH Smith's in Berkhamsted in Hertfordshire. Brilliant. For a week. Selling. And the only record I can remember selling was Jimmy Somerville 12 inches. And they went out by the bucket load, I seem to remember. And it, was like, it was the shittest week of work oh, my experience. Mom, uh, was my mum working there then? No, it was after she left. <laughs> so I didn't even have anyone to talk to. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's all I yeah. remember from that week, and um, mm. yeah, and and being able to see the CCTV screens, and that was it, really. Oh, beautiful! Terrible, beautiful. Week. Just like, yeah. and you've not seen the film. You've not seen the film. I've, yeah, I've not. Well, I don't know. I don't see many films, but like that one, I've kind of avoided. Maybe, I don't know. It's <laughs> bad memories. <laughs> Just a bit. Of a, and I think outside there was a busker who was playing the bagpipes all week as well. So Christ. No, there was one window, one tiny window at the end of this concrete slab of a room. And is this is this in Lincoln? It was in Lincoln, which is and it's still there, and now it sells um, Bluetooth I, speakers. I, by, by the way, I, I didn't know you were from Lincoln. I just know the bagpipe player. Oh right, okay, yeah, the famous Lincoln bagpipe. <laughs> you know him? Yeah, <laughs> he's on your next record. Yeah. He's he's joining the band soon. Yeah, you won't know. No one will know where you're located anymore. That's that's it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
so yeah, I think I'm gonna um, end it there. We're gonna sort of sort of play out with um, potions, but I'll probably um, I'm gonna stick um, a few of the other tunes on either side of, of us talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been amazing to talk to you for a, a good hour or so. Thanks. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah, see what people think know. of that. To be honest, I don't know what you're gonna get out of it. But <laughs> I, I, I hope you're very, very good. At it. Yeah, don't worry. It's all good. <laughs>